arriving into availability here and now. Utilizing the momentum of our earlier practice. We know how to turn to this moment. We know how to turn to mindfulness. We know how to yield to mindfulness in appreciation. We feel the wholesomeness as a felt sense. And so with the mindfulness front and center and all around, surrounding, entwined with, we know how to turn to just this moment, just now. And we can have a felt sense of what it is to be just now in our attention. Just now. Just now. Just now. What is your experience? Just now. Just now. The immediacy of the moment is felt because attention is on the immediacy of the moment in a natural way. Therefore, the moment is available to us because we are available to the moment. One moment of this, and then another, mindful, mindful, sati, sati, and we start to feel the continuity of the mindfulness being in the moment. Attention is on the moment. Attention being the spotlight of mindfulness. The spotlight of intention. At the end of the last set, I ask if you could feel the continuity of your attention. Can you feel the continuity of your attention now, early on? How satisfying to be present. Delightful because it's satisfying to be wholesomely motivated to be in this state, joyful. Wholesomeness is joyful.
feeling present is delightful, it's natural. Staying here, collecting and unifying attention. This one-pointed attention of just the moment. We are not utilizing an object like the breath. We're utilizing attention as our object. The mindfulness is here. Now, we are available to the felt sense of attention being one-pointed. The mind's collecting and unifying around this knowing that attention is present in the mind. No agenda, no agenda. Knowing what's here, here as best it is able to be here. Trust what's here. This quality of attention from mindfulness that's not engaged in trying to figure something out or get something, but knowing attention itself and its innate experience. The mind is alert. It is awake. It has a one-pointedness to its alertness. There's no alarm So the alertness is not distracted by worry or fear. There's no getting it right. The humility protects us from that. This feeling of presence, this attentive presence, steady, steady, If the breath becomes enmeshed with that experience of attention, that's quite okay. We're so trained to use the breath. Don't worry about it. And so far as you can, let it be a little in the background. And the attention itself, that energetic experience of attention in the foreground. But if that's too hard, let them be mixed together in whatever way you like. If you start to have a thought, 
Just stop. No violence to the stopping. You just stop. You just release it. It may come back, but you release. That is your choice. This is relaxed attention. So the attention is our object, and we're employing mindful attention to be on attention. Attention is knowing itself. You could say that consciousness is knowing itself. Relaxing into no tension in a tension. Relaxing. If it helps to relax the jaw, relax the jaw. If it helps to soften the throat, soften the throat. Don't be surprised if you start looking around for something to apply the attention on. That's what we do. Here we're just noticing it. And this attention is this knowing quality. The knowing quality is being utilized. That which can know is being utilized by attention, this mindful attention. being available to attention so that the moment of attention is available to you 
the mind wanting to be its functioning self will even start creating little stories or images or little kind of hypnagogic experiences. It's not used to this. You may notice how quiet it is in there, in your own mind. You may start getting sleepy, drowsy. All natural. You may start to feel some sort of well-being. A relief or freedom. Just blessed quiet. Even though the mind is somewhat or quite of an extent empty, the knowing is still present. Without this capacity of knowing that which knows, you wouldn't recognize, you would not be able to guide, you couldn't have this availability without this knowing. Since nothing is being known particularly, it's possible, although not necessarily going to be so, that the knowing stands out as a capacity. Hardly anything is being known, and yet we can locate that capacity to know.
So delightful, this capacity. So fortunate we are. The richness, the texturedness, the layers of life, the dimensions of consciousness, all available. And we are available to it because of this knowing capacity. And we could keep going right here and become ever more concentrated. And some of you may choose to do that. Just notice the ease, the naturalness, the freedom in it as you do that. So you're still both participating in the felt sense and have this observing recognition quality. Knowing, knowing itself. It's not a thing. having gathered and collected the mind in this way, those of us who are going on, now gently, very gently, turn attention to the body. Understanding that the instruction is to have mindfulness of the body to the extent one knows there is a body. One knows there's a form of body. That the body is utilizing that form right now. That it's made up of parts. These different parts, organs, bones, skin, tissue, soft tissue, blood vessels, chemistry, electricity. Feeling it as a whole and utilizing, noticing parts or aspects like characteristics, components for the purpose of seeing a rounded picture in a fully examined picture of what does it mean that there is a body? What does it mean to know that there is a body? Mindfulness to the degree that one knows there is a body. Mindfulness of the body, knowing it from within the body's experience, not just an intellectual observing, but both. Both. 
the mind may be staying so steady that there's little interest in investigation. That is just fine. Allow that to go on as long as it goes on. If you can be in the felt sense of body with no movement to investigate, not a problem. Feeling the body. If we were going to uh, witness this experience, feel this experience from this knowing quality in its full capacity, what might that be like? This knowing quality is in the body itself, or we could say the body is in the knowing quality. That awareness is available in this realm to us in this embodied form. We have experience, we're conscious of much of our experience, not all of it, not surfacely conscious of all of it, but we're conscious of our experience. We're mindful of our experience. We see what's, what's helpful, what's not. We see how it's playing out in the realm of opposites. We see how we're relating to it with greed or with ease and no greed. Our mindfulness uh, helps us determine how we're relating. So it's not just our instincts. Our instincts are noticed. And then we have a utilizing mindfulness choice that we overcome an instinct. We're not just subject to our raw instincts, our raw desires. Not Sometimes we succumb in that way, but we have a lot of freedom, a lot of choice. Is this not true for you? Utilizing this mindfulness, we see how uh, being drawn to eat, we will overeat, or we will eat things that are immediately pleasurable, but not good for us in terms of well-being in the long term. So this mindfulness can see this. without judging it, but rather seeing it as it is. It's like this. 
and see the the challenge of it, challenge of having a wise, compassionate relationship with eating, let alone sexuality or power or our attachment to being right. or wanting things our way. The mindfulness, utilizing this knowing capacity, can be kind of neutral about this. Just assessing it can have a tender attitude. Wow, this is what human beings have to deal with. I have to deal with this. Yeah, no wonder there's humility. And that creates a kind of relief, and that that is a delightful. That's this relief, this non-bearing down with our idea of our own perfection and our need to be perfect. The tyranny of that can release. And in it releasing, we are just that much more available to life, to knowing it, to feeling it, to having more choice. More choice about whether it's eating or being right or accumulating or asserting. And What empowers all of that is this knowing capacity, that which knows. How do we locate that which knows? It can't be found in any one place. The nature of mind is mysterious. Lots of science debate about what it is, this mind capacities. We're not involved in that. We're involved in directly having a felt sense of that which knows. In a rather long sutta, the Buddha was asked, where is the end of the world? Where does earth, air, water, and fire come to an end? Many other things, too. And the Buddha answered the person who had asked all sorts of beings this question, The Buddha said in this fathom-long body, to me, that means that it was ending here in this knowing that is neither personness nor thingness. This, call it awareness, for lack of a better word, that which knows, 
That is what is utilized in all knowing. It's not contaminated by anything that is known. It doesn't get involved. It's not sticky. It doesn't nothing. It doesn't have any. It is simply being utilized for sati and for regular consciousness. This awareness, that which knows, is empty. Empty of selfness. Empty of personality. And yet, it's available. So in the Buddha's teaching, all objects cease in this awareness. It itself is not the ocean, the land, It's not the wanting mind. It doesn't have that kind of relationship to experience. It is simply an empty, empty, empty capacity with qualities. One is the emptiness. Another is some sort of radiating nature, responsive nature. Watch when we abandon this and go back to a self point of view and just gently return. 
the subtle realm, the energetic realm of consciousness, which has long been taught in various forms in India thousands thousands of years, much older than the Buddhist teachings. The acknowledgement of this knowing capacity has been treated in many different ways. We are only looking at it from the felt sense. This wonderful Thai woman named Paskaki teaches that to keep attention inward, to not let it move outside. Not outgoing. This is what we're doing in the moment. Keeping attention inward. Nothing is supposed to happen. The mind gets more steady. Not because something's supposed to happen, but because this is the natural consequence of the experience. The experience is filling itself out. It's unfolding. If you will, please, notice if there's any felt sense of contentment in the mind. Just contentment. 
Trust that you know what contentment means. This hint, taste, foretaste, foreshadowing, vibratory feeling is consciousness being content with its with because it's conscious of itself, not it as a thing, but of this knowing capacity. Consciousness being content because consciousness is knowing consciousness. Such a delight to know this stillness, to know this peace. To know this can be our ground. available and aligned from this consciousness that's not wanting anything that is resting within itself. Not outward going, but not dead either very alive, just not outward going. Delightful, satisfying, nourishing. Contentment that is not of a wanting nature Unworldly Vedana, unworldly pleasant. That's not really pleasant based on the opposites. So beyond the opposites.
Some of you may choose to continue sitting. We're going to do a 20 minute walk here. And walk with this quiet. You're not shutting out the world of seeing or hearing. If you're walking outside, you may see flowers and trees and hear birds. But you're receiving it in without going out to it. You're staying in this quiet and letting your being among the stimulate that way. If it's your inside, it may be fabric or the light coming in from a window or the feeling of the feet moving, or the way the mind feels spacious or relaxed, or having a little struggle about staying in or not knowing what to do. You're just, but you're, 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 you're grounding in this and letting the world be. We'll be back at uh, 12.05, please.